windup. And here comes Robinson, trying to steal home. He's safe, says the ump. He's out, says Yogi Berra. And brother is Yogi Hoppin. Here's the pitch to Wirtz. There's a long drive to deep, deep center field. Lays back to the wall. Makes an incredible catch. Turns and fires it in. What a catch by Willie Mays. And this will lead it off. There it goes. A long drive. If it stays fair, home run. A slide, a throw, a wave, and a point. These are some of the thrilling and heroic moments and gestures that David Leventhal captures in his series Baseball, which he made between 1998 and 2004. Part of what makes these moments so iconic is that while they all have a definite outcome, a run is scored or an out is made, there's also a magical or unexplainable element to them a mystery that lets us reimagine and playfully debate about them for decades. Was Jackie Robinson safe at home, or did Yogi Berra make the tag? Did Carlton Fisk wave the ball fair? Did Babe Ruth really call his shot? And just how did Willie Mays make that running catch and 300-foot throw at the polo grounds? What fuels these debates is that most of us never experienced these moments live, let alone in person. They've been passed down through secondhand stories and a limited range of official images, usually taken from just one or two perspectives. And this is something Leventhal's photographs make us acutely aware of, how our sense of history can be both created and warped by imagery, by hearsay, and by folklore. I had my memory, but that memory has been augmented by me seeing the footage over and over, or reading about it, or talking to other fans about what occurred, talking to Carlton Fisk about what occurred. This is Tom Schieber, senior curator at the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. He's talking about Game 6 of the 1975 World Series, when Boston Red Sox catcher Carlton Fisk waved in a game-winning home run against the Cincinnati Reds. Leventhal's interpretation of this scene is on display in the exhibition. And now I don't really understand where my memory at the moment ends and where all this other input begins. You know, it's it's a conglomeration of what I really saw happen and what I learned happen. I can't separate the two. Or take the story of Babe Ruth at Game 3 of the 1932 World Series, his called shot. Ruth gets up to bat and, the story goes, he points to left field as if to say, I'm going to hit it right there. And then he smacks a home run to that exact spot. The Babe Ruth called shot has a mystique about it that's uh, unsurpassed in baseball history. There's lots of great moments, and there's lots of moments that that have a mystique about them, but that one has been going on for, uh, wow, a little over 85 years. And it's lasted this long because it happened with a player who's not only one of, if not the greatest baseball player of all time, but a mythic figure even in his own time. The things that he did were outsized. As for what really happened, I, of course, know exactly what happened, but I'm not allowed to tell anyone. No, I'm just joking. Um, it's uh, <laughs> No one knows, and no one will ever know. And you can make all sorts of great arguments on both sides. This story has taken on a life of its own, fueled in part by the grainy photos of the moment that circulated in newspapers, which David Leventhal is evoking in his image of Babe Ruth. When you look at Leventhal's photograph, notice how he's placed his camera behind the batter. We know it's Ruth in his number three uniform, but we can't see his face and, 
More importantly, we can't really see his outstretched arm, the one supposedly calling the shot. By blurring out Babe Ruth's right hand, Leventhal amplifies the ambiguity and mystery of this legendary moment. And this technique that Leventhal is using speaks to a larger theme of the series. I think it's really tapping into memory. That's why I love the fact that David uses such a narrow depth of field. There's some that's in focus, but so much of his work is not in focus. And that, to me, is identical to memory. So many memories that we have that there's very clear moments in your head. And then there's others that are wispy and not quite there. You get a general feel, but, but they're just not quite there. And if the entire photograph that David would take was in focus, I think you lose that connection to memory. You're not given everything. You're not given this entire image of clarity. You're given a hint at clarity, and then you're asked to use your own memory to fill in the rest. ¶¶ 